Oh, welcome in another episode. It's been a while. We've had like a little, a little bit of a sabbatical. Is that the right word? Yeah, we go with that. A little bit of rest, you know. Uh, been enjoying, you know, just some free time and haven't really had time to put a podcast together. But it's nice to be back. Look, Aaron, you're you're right about the whole free time thing. Okay, you're you're right about you know enjoying yourself and having a good time. And part of that is the hogs dominating in just about every sport right now. I've enjoyed it. We, we don't have time to make a big silly podcast because it's constant dubs. That's all we're giving right now is big old fat dubs. If Jameis Winston w's. was here right now, he would say, let's eat a dub. And that's exactly what the hogs are doing right now. They're constantly, I mean, it's, it's over at your Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you got your grandma there, your aunt there, your uncles, your, your relatives. You got the, the uncle that you don't want to see there. And ultimately we're eating W's. That's all we're doing right now. That's the only that's the only thing on the menu is W's. That's it. Mm-hmm. Man, it's been really good being a hog fan. It's been you a know, while. Only, yeah. Only game we have had to uh think about is the women last week when they lost the uh, Ole Miss in the women's tournament. We but don't have to talk about four that. seed and a five seed, you know. We, we don't have to talk about that. They're still good. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, oh, uh, I'm blanking. Oh, this is bad. Who got snubbed? Uh, Chelsea Dungy got snubbed of that award. Arkansas just gets like destroyed with these uh awards just about every dadgum time. Oh, player of the year, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, they gave it to uh, one of the Kentucky players, of course, they did. She was a she was a good player. I don't know if she was as good as Dungey, but she was a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this whole awards thing, I think they should just cancel awards because it's not worth anything nowadays. Right. Whatever. With um, our unbiased opinion. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. From our completely unbiased opinion, weighing in, you know, everybody. This goes back to the Burlesworth Trophy. We, you know, weighed in, you know, every, every you know, candidate – uh, and ultimately their talents. It just so happens that the Arkansas representative has more talent yet gets snubbed, but it is what it is. It's whatever. I, I'm used to it at this point. I should be used to it because it seems like it happens every year. Yeah, man. That's all right, though. We still got better things, bigger things to uh Oh, yeah. Talk. We got we got this thing called a uh, – <clears throat> SEC championship to worry about. Oh man, you know they're set up as a two seed in next week. And oh this my week, goodness, set up as a two seed, get a double buy in the SEC tournament, get the winner of Missouri or Georgia. But you know what? A lot of people are picking Arkansas to win this thing. And even bigger than that, even bigger. If we're looking from a bird's eye view, bracketology has us at a three seed right now. Three seed, yes, sir. Three seed. Aaron, I remember our discussion. I remember our discussion where I said, I will I will own up. I will own up right now. Where I said, I think at best we make it to the Sweet 16. At best, but we will not uh, win a Sweet 16. I may have said that I don't see us making it to the Sweet 16. I may have said that as well. But let me just eat my words right now. Okay, let me just engulf my words. Okay, I don't want to jinx everything because ever since I've said that, we see what's happened. 
Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead. Even if I don't believe it myself, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The hogs will not make it past the sweet 16. I'll say it. I will say it to make sure that we win the whole darn thing. (laughs) Say it right now. I don't think we're going to make it past the round of 32. Heck, we might just lose to Southern Utah, a 14 seed. I don't know. Okay. But what I, what I do know is ever since I've made that statement, somebody's been listening to this podcast and somebody has taken notes. Okay. It's true, man. Well, the good thing is, you know, when it comes to, uh, to Arkansas, you know, we're looking at bracketology. They're saying three seed. If they make a run, they're a two seed. Honestly, in both those places, you're in the about the same ballpark. You're not going to really get much of a difference. You don't want to move to that four seed, even though your first round matchup will be about the same because your second round matchup is a little more difficult. And but even honestly, third, even third, yeah, if, if we move to a, a four seed, I mean, we're looking at, I guess, Missouri and Baylor and UConn. I mean, I, I don't want to mess with those. Yeah, no, you don't want to move up to a four seed. I think they're going to be a three seed. That that tends to be what Joe Joe Lenardi's putting out for us and Jesse is it Jesse Palms the the CBS guy. You know they're yeah Jerry Palm. He's the CBS guy. They they both have us a three seed. Um, I like what they have us in uh, for our lineup as a three seed. You know Jerry Palm has us. Going against Moorhead State, if we win that game, we go against Virginia Tech or UCLA. That's manageable. Um, ESPN has us if we beat Southern Utah playing VCU in Oklahoma. That's a little bit of a more scary second-round game because if Oklahoma wins, they're a really, really good team. And so I would rather that change a little bit. But uh, overall, I, uh, I'm happy with the, the chances we have here for who we can play. And, uh, you know, they're hot, you know, 11 straight SEC wins. Uh, only loss in that time was Oklahoma State. This Arkansas team it has learned to play together. And Coach Muss, you're right, probably should have been coach of the year. You know, Nate Oaks, he did good with Alabama, but the way that uh, Coach Musselman pulled this team together, man, it's hard to compete with that. And I, I, I don't. I don't. I haven't done much research into the Alabama team. I'll, I'll be honest here. They they have great players. Okay, let me put it to you that way. They're a great team. Mm-hmm. But with that said, do I think they're a better team than the Hogs with the talent they have? Okay, let me let me rephrase that. Okay, do I think if we equaled out the talent between the Hogs and Alabama, do I think Alabama would still beat the Hogs? Absolutely not. I think the Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team has more talent than Arkansas. Thus, I, okay, I, I think Eric Musselman had his hands tied this season. I think he had to do some work in the transfer portal, a little bit of freshman recruiting, just trinkle them in here, and uh, and ultimately, you know, the the what's his name, Nate Oak, Nate uh, Nate Oaks, yeah, 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 Nate Oaks, uh. I think he was kind of set up. I mean, he he was all right. He he's been there what two three years. He's been there two years. Came out of Middle Tennessee, uh, actually Buffalo, and he hit he did that uh, four and one offense where they put the four guards out, uh, three and D type of game layups and three pointers. Um, and he I mean he he did a good job, but he's got some shooters this year. 
um, that were probably there before he got there, but I'm not to take down Nate Oaks, but you know, this whole Arkansas team was put together by Eric Musselman. That's outside. right. That, that's kind of the point that I was going with is Eric Musselman being the coach that he is. He put the players in the right position and For it sure. wasn't, it, it was almost like he started with a blank canvas, you know, and drew his own picture on what he wants this team to look like. And he even said, uh, after, uh, after Justin Smith got hurt, I believe he said, this isn't going to be an easy fix. And right. now we're seeing it pay off on right. all of the hard work that he's put in, ensuring that his players understand that each play matters, you know, put in 110% every play that we're starting to get that. And that's a maturity of, I mean, ultimately the kid, the, the, the recent high school graduate who's about to be, you know, a, uh, an NBA player or a minor league, whatever you want to call them. Major league top, top 10 pick. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at such a maturity in the way that you think about the game of basketball to where he's what sec freshman of the year. Uh, he wasn't sec player of the year, but he was um, one vote off from being sec player of the year. One of the players out of Alabama got it five to four by the AP poll. Right. So that that's kind of my point is it's such a maturity to where a, a coach can sometimes where it's like, you know, your team's good, right? You're a good coach, but sometimes it's about maturing your guys into who you want them to be teaching them in a way that they can learn because not everybody learns the same way. Okay. I'm about to go on a spill, but uh, not everybody learns the same way. You've got to identify each player's strengths and capitalize on it. That's ultimately what you need to do as a coach, as a teacher, it, it, it's the same thing in school, right? You need to capitalize on what your kids are good at. If they're good at math, let's make sure that we implement a little bit more of math into your curriculum. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. so on. So you kind of get what I'm saying. I think that Muss has done a great job at identifying the strengths of the players and showing out uh, or having the, the players show out for the cameras, for the scouts, for fill in the blank. For the fans, mm -hmm. I, I that's where that's where I think that Coach Muss has done a better job. That that's my yeah. opinion. No, he's done a great job of coaching. You know, um, nothing against Mike Anderson. He turned this program from its I wouldn't say dark area, but it's they were a mediocre program. Mike Anderson mm -hmm. took them over. I agree with a that. Few, uh, a, a few. NCAA tournaments and then coach Musk came in here and made them a top 25 program again and top so 10. I, I, they're top 10 right now but I'm gonna say that he keeps them as a top 25 program gotcha. understandable yeah I can see that so, and if you look at the history I, I know you're not done but if you look at the history before uh Eric Musselman you had mm -hmm. Um, Mike, uh, oh shoot, Mike Anderson, right? Mm -hmm. Before him, you had John Pelfrey. Before, before him, who who was before him? Danny. My point is, throughout that period, it seemed like an averageness was there, mm -hmm. right? It was kind of the mentality of average is what we're going to be. That That's, you know, and then before yeah. that, you had the Eddie Sutton, the the Nolan Richardson, you know, all the studs that made this program what it is, what I see out of it right now. Right. Yeah, no, they, they set the standard. Nolan, Eddie Sutton, then the Nolan Richardson, Nolan Richardson, 
within a four-year period, three Final Fours, two national championship appearances, and then one Sweet 16 in there. Well, two Sweet 16s because he actually went back in 96. And so he set the standard uh, for what Arkansas basketball could be. And so uh, I think Muss is – he's looking at that standard and he's like, you know what, I'm tired of Arkansas basketball not being as good as they are, and we're going to get them back to that level. And it makes me wonder if that's what um, – I am so bad with names right now. Oh, this is so bad. What's our athletic director's name? Hunter Yurichek. Hunter Yurichek. Oh, my gracious, man. Uh, it makes me wonder if that's what Hunter Yurichek said to him is, hey, we've got a standard here. We've got fans who know what it's like to be a top 10 program, a national championship program in recent history, I say, in the next, you know, in the past 25 years, uh, 26, I guess. We, we understand what, what it takes, right? We understand it can be at that point. Right. So why don't, if you end up taking us, you know, with a little bit of incentives, if you get us there, we'll pay you this much. And we'll give you an extension and look at everything that Arkansas has. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. No. And, you know, I think they're going to pay Eric at the end of this season. He's done a great they job. They have to. They have yeah. to. I mean, he's, he's going to, he's going to get an offer somewhere that's going to be very, very nice for him. For sure. Yeah. No, he'll be set up real well. And so I think, I think Arkansas will give him a payday. I think they're, I think they're set still to be a Sweet 16 team. I've been saying that since the beginning of the year, that I think they're at least a Sweet 16 team. Now where they're at now, I mean, they can make a run. Uh, I've seen some brackets where they've actually got them in the national championship against Gonzaga. And so that's, that's a pretty big deal. Um, you know, there's, there's some things where uh, they could still develop but man, they're, they're clicking really well right now. Yeah. Um, okay. So look into, let, let's do some predictions here on the brackets. So let, let's start with the sec. Um, okay. Are you looking at it? Are you looking at the bracket? Uh, pulling it up now. Okay. In the meantime, this podcast is brought to you by pick silly, pick silly meats where your meat is our meat. Pixily, I got to think, Pixily phones, where your phone is our phone. And finally, Pixily pizza, where we make the freshest pizza early every day for breakfast. Oh, my gosh. Do you have it pulled up yet? It's being a little slow right now. Aaron, I we're know. on a podcast. Listen here. About I know, sports, and you don't I, have the SEC bracket pulled up? Oh, my gosh. It is on its way. Aaron, are, are you confused? Listen. I'll, I'll let know, it slide. I'll I have it slide because I can't remember. I know, I know where the seeds name. are. All right. Give me so, the seeds without looking right now. All right. I got One you. through 13. All right. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Arkansas. Number three, LSU. Number four, Tennessee. Number five, LSU. No. Number five. Who's number five? You can't look. No, number six. I'm watching you on this Zoom right now. 
Number five is number five, Ole Miss. Number six, Missouri. Number seven. Oh, I had it. No, you got to keep that. going. Keep going. Don't look. All right, I'm going to try it. All right, number seven, I'm going to say is uh, – because I know number eight is Kentucky and number nine is Mississippi State. I'm going to go with number seven, the 7-10 matchup, whoever that is. 7-10, I'm going to go – Vanderbilt is number 13. South Carolina is number 12. Auburn's out. All right, I'm just going to bail you out. Uh, you, got you were close. You were close. So here are the seeds right now. It goes Alabama, Arkansas, LSU, Tennessee, Florida, uh, Ole Miss, Missouri, Kentucky, Mississippi Florida is the one I forgot about. Yep. Georgia, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and A&M. Right. Well – Worth a shot. I, so uh, I think I think AM is gonna beat Vanderbilt. Of course. And I think Florida is gonna beat AM. Yeah. Tennessee will beat Florida. Alabama is gonna beat Tennessee. I'll I'll just skip the whole Mississippi State, Kentucky thing. Alabama's gonna be in the championship. Um, I think. I don't know, unless they have a bad game. Who knows? You know, and this is what I think is gonna happen. I think Kentucky's actually gonna make a run. Really? I uh yeah. You know what? I, That's a great point. I think they have a good setup against Mississippi State. Kentucky, the only way they get into the uh, NCAA championship, the NCAA tournament, is by winning the SEC tournament. I think they make a run at least to Saturday. Um, and I think wow. they'll end up losing to uh, Florida. I think Florida is going to come in and beat Tennessee. Tennessee is an underwhelming team. Um, and they're not, as, they're not playing as good as they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, I think Arkansas gets through their side of the bracket, plays Florida, and I see Arkansas over Florida for the championship. Wow. All right. Hey, I will take that. Yeah. I I hope that we stay at number three seed, though. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I think, yeah. You know, I, I, I like us at the three seed. It's not the end of the world if we become a two seed. It's just nice having that opportunity at an 11-6 matchup. Right. Uh, when uh, who, whoever is at 11 seed over a 6 seed, typically you have a mid-major at that 11 seed spot. So if they beat the 6 seed, you know, we could have an easier second round matchup. And there's a lot of 11 seeds that beat 6 seeds. And so we'll see. I've, I saw one on uh, USA Today. When I was looking at their bracket, they actually had Arkansas was Colgate, uh, Creighton, and St. Bonaventure. You know, in that sort of situation, I don't really see anyone that really intimidates me uh, for Arkansas to play. Now, they don't need to downplay those teams for sure, but I could see an easier walk to the Sweet 16 in that sort of bracket. Yeah, I guess it really depends on where we end up you know where where the chips lie i guess at the end of the at the end of the day i mean it's so tough to predict right now i don't it's it's going to be interesting Uh, it's it's really is it all comes down to what the uh how the bracket lines up i want to stay out of that gonzaga bracket 
Oh, uh, I agree. Yeah, if you can say with Baylor, Michigan, or Illinois, which I think those are going to be the four one seeds, I think that if they stay in those brackets, all three of those teams are beatable by Arkansas. Uh, you think, Missouri, you think Missouri that Arkansas beat, can beat Baylor? I do. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. They're stout on defense, um, but Arkansas has some offense on them, and they, I think – I, I think if they play like they did against Alabama, that they can beat Baylor. All right. And well, we got to remember in the Big 12 SEC challenge, uh, the big the SEC won uh, five to four. That's a good point. And so the, you know, Florida went up and beat West Virginia at their beat, place. Did somebody beat Baylor? Who played Baylor? The Baylor was supposed to play Kentucky, and that game got canceled because of COVID. Uh. Gotcha. But where where do you think whenever the whenever the the dust settles, where do you think Arkansas is going to settle out and lose their final game of the season? I, I think it's I think it's round of thirty two. But hey, we'll go with it. I can see as a fan why the round of thirty two would be the first that comes to mind because we're used to mediocrity. Um. I think we are still a Sweet 16 team. Um, if we do lose, I think it's in the Sweet 16. So let um, me ask you this. Do you think we can make it to the Final Four? I think this team definitely can. There are plenty of, you know, people that are picking Arkansas to be in the national championship. And so, you know, um, I've seen a couple of brackets with them in the Final Four. It all depends on how – they line up with these other teams around them in the bracket. Aaron, what what Cinderella team do you like this season? This mm. isn't scripted, by the way, guys. This is just me no. looking at the bracket, and I'm curious. Cinderella team. Uh, We're talking Gonzaga. like 12 seed and below. <laughs> Gonzaga's not a Cinderella team anymore. Heck no. <laughs> but, um, hey, listen here. If Appalachian State beats Gonzaga – that's my Cinderella team, <laughs> for sure. How about how about we go with a blast from the past with Loyola Chicago? You know they made that run. <laughs> what was that a couple ago. years ago? Yeah, made a run to the Final Four. They're a good team. I mean, you can't you can't discount them. Okay, um, well they're an eight seed, so that doesn't count. You got to pick want, something you else. Want a Twelve seed or higher? Eleven seed or higher? Well, Eleven seed or higher? Yeah. Oh gosh, it depends how it lines up. Um, I think St. Bonaventure could make a run. They're uh, nine seed. They're eleven seed on on uh, CBS. Oh. Yeah, so that that's one that I could see make a run, um, just because of who they match up with. Villanova's in their bracket. Villanova has injuries. They're not going to be as good as people want them to. Their star players out. Oh, Western Kentucky. Oh, okay. <laughs> Western Kentucky is a good, good team. And, and that, so, I, I oh, overlooked them. I'm not going to lie. That's interesting. Yeah, their starting center is an NBA prospect. And anyone who discounts Western Kentucky, they beat Arkansas last year. Do not discount that Western Kentucky team. Let's see if there's any notable wins here. They beat Alabama. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. 
didn't ring a bell there. I, I should remember that. They beat Alabama 73 to 71. Oh, my They're, goodness. Yeah. They've had They're, a ton of games postponed, too. Right. Wow. And they have a on, on CBS, they have a first round matchup against Virginia. You got to remember, Virginia lost to UMBC and they run that slow paced offense. And so, Western Kentucky, if they play in that round, beat them, they can beat. Purdue, they can beat Toledo. You know, they would have to beat Gonzaga. But, you know, Gonzaga could have a bad game for once. That's right. And so. Man, it's it's going to be interesting. I like that. I, I might – yeah, I like that. I might go with Western Kentucky as well. After making making those kinds of points, I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy you real quick. All right. Dude. So, let's uh, – enough about basketball. Let's talk about the long-awaited baseball games. Listen, there was only one thing that could be in front of the number one Arkansas Razorback baseball team. Just and that was how good the basketball team's doing. But the number one nationally ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, Let's just unanimous. You... Or un an an unanimous number one. Is that right? That's right. To say that un unanonymous un unanimous 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 is the right way. Unanimous, all six national polls for the first time in program history. Number one, Aaron. All I do is win. Number one. Ten and zero, swept the Texas Classic. Oh. Don't get me started, the Aaron. Past, swept the past two series against Murray State and Southeast Missouri. I'm just saying this team is pretty stacked. From the whole lineup. I mean, it's insane at how stacked we are. It's true. It's insane. You know, Robert, you get, you know, in 10 of these games, we've probably come back in five of them. And in a couple of those games, we were down by four or more runs. And – you know, I used to get anxiety when Arkansas went down by two runs. Man, this team is so good that they can storm back easily. They've come back and won multiple games after being down by four, five, six runs. Yeah, and uh, so I'm just looking at their roster because we looked at it before the first game. I'm looking at it after the first ten. Uh and these names, I mean, all of a sudden, they're household names. I mean, you're looking at Robert Moore, Zach Gregory, Jalen Battles, Jacob Nesbitt. I know he hasn't been hot lately, but he hit that. He hit a home run in the last game. That's right. Uh, Caden Wallace, uh, Braden Webb, Matt Goodhart. Great defensive player. Goodhart's a national name. Uh, Casey Opitz. I mean, these are names that Brady Slavens, these are names that we just didn't, you know, we, we knew well, they were there. We knew Brady they had potential. Slavens. You want to talk about power, man. Brady Slavens can hit it all over the field. Yeah, he's crazy. And he's big, too. I mean, he's one of those big guys that ultimately you want on the baseball field. He reminds me of Matt Holiday. You know, Matt Holiday used to be able, you know, he wouldn't hit a, like, a ton of like towering shots. Now, not to say that Slavens can't, but mm-hmm. he hits the ball so hard that a line drive will clear out of the stadium. Yep. And uh, and how about Christian Franklin? 
How about him? You know, he, you know, he had a couple of times, he needs to lower his strikeout total, but let me tell you, this kid is, there's a reason why he's one of the top 25 players in college baseball. Uh, he's shown it this year. Uh, he's, he's hit three home runs. Uh, he's still at, I think he's at like a 290 batting average right now. That'll go up. The kid is a stud in center field. I mean, he's the leader of this team outside of Casey opens. But let me tell you, he's, he's done real well. So who is, if you were to gauge, uh, I guess, the rest of the season, who's one player, if you were an opposing team, who's one player where you would really have your – I mean, this this lineup stacked from, you know, top to bottom, right? Right. But who's one player where you're telling your pitchers, we need to watch this guy? Oh, Brady Slavens. You know, he's there in the middle. But here's the thing. Brady Slavens may be the hardest-hitting player on the team – but you still got to remember, you got Robert Moore leading off. And I was about Chris- to say, Robert has really impressed me. And then you got Brady there in third. And then, you know, you've got – you've just got so many great players. Caden Wallace is a freshman, but that dude can hit. Yeah, he can. You know, and, you know one through seven on this team could, could lead a minor league squad right now. Yep. So, I mean, they're scary. Jalen Battles. Oh, my gosh, we can't forget him. No, I, I was going to mention him. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Battles, he hits all over the yard. He hasn't hit a home run yet, but he can hit. It, it's and, and some of it, I mean, some of it you got to think about it. It's not all about home runs. It's about precision hitting, hitting where you want the ball to go. And we talked about that a couple podcasts ago, hitting the ball where you want it to go. And that's exactly what Jalen Battles does a lot of the time is, hey, let's it's small ball, right? Let's get a base hit here. Let's get an RBI. I don't have the right. stats on it, but I, I'm pretty sure he's close to the top on RBIs. I'm gonna yeah, have to he's, look. Like, he's second on the club, I think, to Brady Slavens. But for a while, he was leading Arkansas in RBIs. I think he has like nine right now. And so, Brady that, Slavens. That's good baseball. That's all that is, oh, is good yeah. baseball. Oh, yeah. And then here's the thing. Colin Smith, he's in the middle of the lineup. He, he started to look like he was warming up this weekend. You know, and – you have Casey Opitz in there, who is a consistent hitter as well. And you just go up and down this lineup. They have one place they're trying to fill in, and it's trying to figure out where's that, you know, eight-hole, nine-hole hitter is going to fill in. And, and I think it's just the nine-hole now because they're moving battles up to the eight-hole. And so when if they find one, you know, decent hitter, 275, 280 to go in the nine-hole, one through nine is going to be scary for them. Oh, and we we forgot to even put Matt Goodhart in there in that top four. You know, Matt Goodhart, we already know what he can do. Yeah, and um, I mean, I feel for Matt Goodhart. I mean, he's he's one of those guys. He reminds me a lot of that guy who didn't wear gloves. What was his name? T- today's podcast is called "What Was His Name?" In case you're wondering. <laughs> Uh, the, the guy who didn't wear gloves, he had glasses. Uh, Gates was his last name. Jared Gates? Jared Gates. That's who, uh, for some reason, that is who Matt Goodhart reminds me of. I don't know why, but it just reminds me of him. I, I have no idea why. Don't ask. <laughs> and also, our, uh, our Evan, uh, let me look, let me look, let me look. Hang on, hang on. You didn't know you were getting elevator music today. 
Evan Taylor reminds me of Evan Lee. Don't ask me why. Because of Evan. I, I guess. I don't know. But I loved Evan Lee when he played. I, I rooted for the guy. I know I'm supposed to root for everybody as a Hog fan, but for some reason I had something with Evan Lee. I, I loved that guy. I don't know if he was a great guy outside of school. I don't know if he was a great, you know, teammate. I don't know. I just liked him. I liked his face, I guess. I well, you're to... Evan Taylor is a good pitcher for this team. And since you're bringing up pitchers, let's talk about how good this bullpen is. You know, I they're good. Uh, they're good. They're, they're well, really period. Good. Let's move yeah. on. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was we need to get a few more innings out of our starters. That's okay because our bullpen is so deep this year. Um, I will say there's one scary, scary pitcher who I'm like, whenever he comes in, I don't have to worry about it. I'm just going to assume that he's going to get people out, and that's Jackson Wiggins. Yeah, I was about to mention it. That dude has like a zero ERA right now, I'm pretty sure, with three appearances. Oh, man. How many innings? I got to look at this. I know he hasn't given given up a hit. He's, just... He's got seven strikeouts, three inning pitched. Seven strikeouts. Man. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, you can't make good. this up. I mean, look, the if we're looking here, we're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people, eight players under the three uh 3.0 ERA mark. And honestly, I'm cool with the three three ERA. I'm cool with yeah. that. Anything below that, I call that pretty darn good. And two it's of those true. guys has uh, over 13 innings pitched. That's true. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's hard to be perfect. Um, sometimes guys are going to be on. Sometimes they're going to be off. I I think what's going to end up happening with this team, I can be wrong. I'm all right with that, is that we're going to have three, uh, three good starters in Lyle Lockhart, the transfer out of Houston. Uh huh. We're gonna have Patrick Win- Wicklander as our other starter at some point, and then Peyton Pellet. I was about to mention him. Yep, he is a very good pitcher, and I think that one, two, three lineup. Now, not not one of them is like overpowering good. Uh-huh. Like they're not gonna be the best Friday night starters, but all they need to do is go four innings, take it to the. You know, they give up one run, two run. Our offense is good enough to win. And then the bullpen is just going to dominate. You know, the bullpen is so good. We haven't even talked about Zebulon Vermillion because they are so good. And that that's what I love about this, uh, about this lineup for our pitchers and our bullpen is I, I think it's kind of – it. I don't, I don't want to say this because Van Horn's been here a while, but – Daddy Dave, Daddy Dave Van Horn. Okay, um, I I don't think that he had the depth that he wanted last year. This year, he he has a short leash on his pitchers, right? And I I love that. I love the fact that he can watch four ball, you know, four uh four walks and go, all right, it's time to yank this dude, you know. Yep, and that's the advantage too about having such a small like. MLB draft last year with only five rounds. Yeah, you know, we got it. Yeah. that would have been Major League Baseball picks and, you know, rounds 15 to 35 that are back at Arkansas. 
And, you know, that makes it stack. This program is basically a minor league program for the major leagues. You know, that's SEC baseball in general. And Arkansas baseball is the standard right now for college baseball. And so, you know, they bring back all these guys. They're set. They have a, you know, a top 40 freshman catcher that came in from high school last year and Dylan Leach. This, this team is really good. And something that I like small ball related, I'm a big fan of small ball, Aaron, in case you haven't told, in case you haven't noticed, I don't really care for balls going out of the park. It's great. Maybe twice a game, right? Mm -hmm. That's great. But what I love is when a player knows he needs to hit in this gap and he hits it, gets a double two RBIs. That's right. what I love because that's two points on the board and you've got a runner on base and you didn't give up and out. I know the home run, you know, a lot of guys want to hit hit a big old fat donkey hack out of the stadium. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't really care for that. I mean, I like a little bit of small ball. Let's keep the ball rolling. Let's keep the momentum because something right. that I've noticed is a lot of time when a man goes yard, um, the guys behind them cannot, right? They, they can't get the ball in play or, you know, it's ultimately ends up being a double play or something like that. And it sucks momentum out of the crowd and the players. Sure. So I love small ball. Let's keep the bus rolling. You know, let, let's keep this going. And it kind of adds a little bit of tension because after, you know, a home run, everybody goes wild and then you're calm again. You know what I'm right. saying? Whereas when the bases are loaded, they're juiced. Somebody, it's a double in the gap, brings three home and you've got a runner on base, no outs and you've got Brady Slavens up to bat, you get what I'm saying? Right. Like that, that's a whole different adrenaline rush. Like you, you're not ready to settle down. You've got a whole nother thing to look forward to. That, that's my opinion on small ball. No, there's some good – and I think Coach knows how to, how to coach that because sometimes you have a guy on first and second, no outs. You bump that guy over, you get two runs. That's right. You know, get a single. Um, depends on the day. I think Coach – knows he has power in his lineup one through six bottom of the lineup he's going to play small ball battles isn't going to be a 10 15 home run guy he'll probably hit a five or six this year but he's going to be one that's going to hit him in the gaps and he's going to get singles and he's going to steal bases and he's going to set up for the top of the lineup again and so um we are spoiled this year as we were with you know two years ago with with great bats, one through seven, one through eight. I think Gregory is going to be that nine-hole hitter from now on because he got on base seven straight times this weekend, even if they were walks. And, you know, I think this team is going to be scary good throughout the SEC. What I love, what I love is the fact that Dave Van Horn will look Robert Moore in the eye and say, we're running right here. Mm -hmm. And he's he's gone five for five on stolen bases. Yep. That that speaks volumes to me. If I see number one on bases, I'm making sure I got somebody on the base ready to catch the ball, uh, especially on second, right? I mean, even, you're going to try and pick this guy off every time he gets on base, especially if you walk him. I mean, that dude can go deep into the count, especially and Casey Opitz. Casey Opitz is probably one of the best Razorback baseball players that has went deep in the count. I don't really know how to word that, but you get what I'm saying. Like he can, he can work the pitches into what he wants and he'll hit the darn thing. I love that. 
I absolutely love it. I can't speak enough about that because that's what baseball is all about. It's about talent. You recognize the pitches, you get what you want, take advantage of what you want, and you're one of the best players on the squad. Amen. Yeah, man, they they do a good job. They know how to steal. They know how to read pitches. Um, they got players up and down the lineup. They got good, great pitching. You know, only thing that might be a weakness is the bottom of the lineup, but I don't think that'll be a weakness for much longer. Well, do you think we're going to – a little too early. You think? I think gonna... this is a College World Series team. I mean – I have no doubts in that. You know, you you always can. It's baseball. We're not going to go undefeated. Like, hear me out. Are you We're sure? Gonna lose. Yeah, Are you sure, Aaron. We're going to lose an SEC play. Um, and, and then all the fans will be worried. Oh yeah, and but it's baseball. Every other team outside of South Carolina has lost to a mid-major. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose to a mid-major, Louisiana Tech next weekend. I would not be surprised in that. Do I want them to lose? Of course not. But here's the thing. Teams lose in baseball sometimes. Arkansas is developing players for the future as well. And, you know, they're going to lose a game against an SEC opponent. And that's okay. I love that. I I felt very inspirational about that. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, if we drop a game to Louisiana Tech – it's a learning experience. That's baseball. You're going to lose games. You're going to have bad games. And ultimately, sometimes it's not all about talent. It's about luck, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, we fought back for some wins. There were chances that we could have lost this year, and Arkansas fought back. But, you know, when we play at Mississippi, at Mississippi State, Mississippi State is a top five. Well, there are five SEC programs in the top five. So, and there are, I think there are eight SEC programs that are ranked right now in college baseball. It's all right. We're yeah. probably going to lose a game. And that's you know? kind of one of those deals where iron sharpens iron. You know, you're, you're playing right. good teams. You're going to get better. Right. And so um, that's why the SEC is the SEC. Arkansas is going to do well. They're going to continue developing players. Um, they've got the best talent in college baseball, I feel like. But, uh, you know, I think this is a year that Coach Van Horn, he can go through and win it. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're wanting to watch the games this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is going to be a series against Louisiana Tech. You can catch it on uh, Cox Sports TV or ESPN+. Plus. I will not be paying money for ESPN+. Plus. I will wait until the next game against Oklahoma Tuesday, March 16th on the SEC Network at 5 p.m. Well, That's the good thing is, is your older cousin does have ESPN Plus. What? Because yeah, it's only a dollar with uh, Hulu and Disney Plus. Did you borrow it when, from your aunt or something? No, we got it when uh, we found out it was only going to be a dollar. So hey, yeah, uh, I've had it the whole time. I've watched a couple games on it. You can actually watch the baseball games without having a cable subscription uh, through ESPN Plus too, because they do SEC Network Plus. Well, Three. if you uh, if you want to get our viewer count up, just <laughs> spill your login information. You can change your <laughs> password later. Okay, just just you know, username, password. That's all we need. It doesn't have to be anything specific to your life. Uh, oh man. No, I I will definitely hit you up for that, 
and uh and we'll see if we can you know uh have a good good little time in the backyard watching some baseball like we've dadgum wanted to this whole time what's the That's weather right. supposed to be like this weekend rainy okay well maybe not in the backyard well hey no. we got we got a screened in patio now that's right that's right yeah. we got a screen patio we can put the tv back there we, we may just be doing that. we will we will be uh outside in the rain under a patio watching hog baseball pretending like it's sunny in 75 that's right and we got a little portable grill we can set that thing on fire <laughs> do our cheeseburgers we're set we've got natural water in case your house catches on fire that's right well uh that's gonna do it for this episode thank you so much for wa- or listening oh i almost did it again that's about the fifth time uh, uh yeah all right thank you for listening if you haven't already go ahead and follow our podcast on uh facebook twitter uh spotify uh there's a ton of other um ways that you can listen to us uh you don't have to have an account you know you, you can find us for free on a lot of a lot of deals um, for sure so, yeah, that, that's my spill. Do you have anything, Aaron? No, nah, man. Thanks, guys, for listening. Give us some comments. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we appreciate all you guys listening. We're just doing this for fun. A couple cousins giving you a fan's perspective and uh, just enjoying Razorback sports right now. Let's keep it going. And uh, we are not getting paid to do this, by the way. The, the announcements earlier were free advertisements for anybody who owns that, the things that I mentioned. <laughs> Perfect. I might have to Google and see if there's actually like a Pixilly phone or a Pixilly TV or <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean we help them if anything, so that's right. Alright, uh see ya. See you guys. Thanks for listening.